Business Hour with Oliver Reng on OFM. Democratic Alliance Federal Leader John Steenhuizen is in Bloemfontein as a part of his tour of the Free State Province. He joins the OFM Business Hour to discuss the party's plans for the future. First off, welcome, John, to the Free State. I hope it's treated you well thus far. Yeah, it's been a great province. There's been times of great hope, but also great sadness to see some of the neglect and some of the people left behind by government, but also great hope because I've been able to interact with communities that are getting stuck in and, and doing doing things for themselves and that's given great hope that things can turn around here in the free state relatively quickly with yeah. the correct government in place. What were the aims and outcomes mm. of this particular visit to the free state province? Mm. So I'm currently on a nationwide tour of small towns South Africa. I think a lot of the cities get the bulk of the attention, but I would advance that the real service delivery crises are happening at small town level across South Africa where you see bulk failure of infrastructure, sewerage, water communities going without water for weeks and months on end, poor governance, a lack of investment in the type of economic levers that are required to get an economy growing. And it's to obviously see for myself, but also then to take this back to Parliament and then also to develop strategies and plans about how we can turn around small town South Africa. And it can be done, and we're showing it can be done in places like Umgeni Municipality in KwaZulu-Natal, where Chris Pappas is the mayor, in many small town municipalities in the Western Cape, but also places like Midval in Gauteng, which are also small towns, but have governments that are seriously focused on getting their local economies working and providing services for the people. If I may ask, what has stood out to you about the free state towns as compared to the other towns? One may argue all of them have quite mm. concerning social delivery issues and many of them have hope in the form mm. of you know civil society. So mm. what has stood out in particular about mm. the free state? Two big standouts for me. I'll start with the negative one, and that's Machabeng Municipality and the terrible situation there with sewerage, where literally schools, churches, businesses are literally knee-deep in sewerage for large parts of, of the year because of the complete failure of the municipality to spend money on infrastructure. And terribly sad to be at a school yesterday where literally the entire school is underpinned with, with sewerage. They can't use their school hall. There's The facilities for learners are not safe. The sports fields are destroyed because of the sewerage. And it's been very, very sad to see that. But also great moments of hope. And I was in Frankfurt and Twirling and to see how the community has taken control of the infrastructure around electricity and are providing cheaper, more reliable electricity and in a few months will be completely load shedding free and it just shows the power of standing together as a community and partnering with others to fix the solution rather than simply sitting back and waiting and you know, being in Senecal and seeing the great work being done by the community there to not sit around waiting for national government or provincial government to come and do something but getting on bringing the community together and working together on projects that are going to put that particular town back on the map. Most of us are glad that you're doing a tour of the smaller places because state capture has revealed the smaller provinces are where some of it kind of took its roots, isn't it? Well, John, what are your thoughts on the Doomsday Coalition? What are the DA's plans to counter it? So um, we start from the point, uh, for the positive perspective, that you know, for the first time since 1994, the next election is not a foregone conclusion and the ANC lost their majority in the last election. This opens up a huge opportunity for a united opposition to step into that gap and 
put on the table an alternative, not just saying we're going to get rid of the ANC, but putting on the table an alternative. And given the terrible state of the country, and many of these small towns are microcosm for the failed state itself, that surely we can put aside our petty differences as political parties and focus on what needs to be done to fix South Africa. The combined non-ANC EFF opposition got 35% in the last election. That's 16% shy of a majority. We believe fundamentally that if we can put on the table a compelling alternative under the umbrella of the Moonshot Pact, which seeks to bring opposition parties together around those things, we can challenge what we call the Doomsday Coalition, which would be either an ANC majority continuing or an ANC EFF tie-up, which we very much will see a quick march towards a situation like Venezuela, Zimbabwe, Cuba, and everywhere else where the EFS policies have been applied. They've had terrible consequences for the people and um, have caused some of the largest human displacements in modern history as people try desperately to get away from the systems and policies of, of those types of organizations. So we believe that what South Africa needs is for good people to stand together around a common set of values and principles, a common consensus about what we need to do to fix things, and then to focus government's full efforts and energies not on tenders and contracts and money under couches and how we can improve life for ourselves and our families, but rather to focus on how we serve the South African people. And just imagine a cabinet that is actually on the side of the South African people that's working to fix the energy crisis, that's putting more police personnel on the street so that 75 people are not murdered every day as they are currently, that's going to create jobs for our people, that's going to make sure our young children have a fighting chance of being able to compete in the modern economy. Currently, 82% of grade four learners cannot read for meaning. What sort of future are we setting them up for in a very competitive global environment if we're not even able to get those things right? The National Convention is scheduled for 16 and 17 August, speaking mm. of elections. What is the latest in terms of the so-called Moonshot mm. Pact? Well, we had our last um, online meeting last night where the leaders have been meeting on a weekly basis, on a Thursday, virtually, to as since April, as we've prepared the way here. We now believe there's sufficient consensus to be able to come together. And that'll be taking place on the 16th and 17th of August at Emperor's Palace. And you may think it's an odd venue, a casino, and we know we're not taking a gamble on South Africa's future. It is the venue where Codessa was held. And we're hoping, as just as Codessa mapped out a way forward for democratic South Africa, that we'll be able to use that venue to map forward a new blueprint for how we rescue South Africa, we lift people out of poverty, create more opportunity, and start to build towards a brighter future, getting South Africa off this high debt, low growth, high unemployment trajectory, and one in which we can get our people working again, but importantly, our country working as well. The Business Hour with Oliver Best in the Business Hour. OSM. OSM.